Hello, Internet, and welcome to the Friendship Snake Podcast. I am your host, Wade Mariano, and I'm joined, as always, by... Trace Finicaro. And... Um... Person with indeterminate snake name? That is a one, Gunner. Failure Kennedy. Kennedy. (laughs) You had a good run, Gunner. But that one, we fell a little short. So... Speaking of falling short, I feel, uh, well, so recent news, um, Amazon has purchased MGM Studios, I believe pending uh, any potential litigation or um, like core interference or something like that for, you know, monopolies or monopoly or or monopoly busting or things like that. but they bought it at the tune of like eight point four five million, I believe. Billion. Billion. Yeah, million. Million. Billion. Sorry. Um, <laughs> that'd be a fucking steal if they bought it for eight point four five million. Um, <laughs> I am a little. At first, when I heard the news, uh, a little kind of taken aback at how much they paid for. Specifically, when I looked at kind of what franchises came with it. Um, because I think a lot of the franchises, there's not a ton of tread left on the tires, mm-hmm. uh, and the remakes and a lot of these movies would be, I don't know. I don't think they would do all that well. Um, but barring that, uh, the price that they purchased it, I think was absolutely insane because I'm pretty sure the value, the valuations were somewhere around 5 billion. And it seems like they paid like, you know, twice the price almost for this. Thoughts. All right. Well, well <laughs> go ahead, Gunner. No, you, you go, man. You go, man. I'm the one who fucked up and is doing this with uh, the, the purple face this week instead of a real one. <laughs> to the listeners, that's because we can see, you can't see our faces, but we can see each other's faces. I can see Wade's pretty face with his headphones, with his earphones over his ears. Oh, yes. And you can see, see me more. with my, with my uh, snobby, Pixel buds in my ears. Fancy pants buds. Yeah, and Gunner's face is just the Discord logo. Just a big block. In orange or yellow or a combination of the two. Well, it's more yellow. Yeah, he's, he's yellow for me. Yeah. Yeah, it's yellow. I mean, my head's pretty block like by default anyway, so. I don't think that you don't deserve to speak because of that, though. I don't know if that's. Um... I'll let you, I'll, but uh, yeah, you, you go first, man. Are you so so the first thing that surprised me about this is that i've never googled what the fuck mgm stands for <laughs> yeah isn't it like mold melwin like it's weird yeah i would never yeah. be able to tell you what it stands for yeah it's metro goldwyn mayor studios mgm and the second thing is is what the fuck does mgm do it's really a question it, like James Bond is, I would say, is probably the crown jewel of okay. the. They have Rocky. Um, they have uh, some television shows from back in like the 80s and 90s that I, I guess would be popular. They have like Mood Lighting. They have like Raging Bull. They have a lot of like one off movies that weren't, didn't even like, didn't even garner sequels. Uh, there's another one after James Bond that I'm missing, and I'm sure Gunner will be able to fill in the gap there. Well, but yeah, really, MGM is also like the longest running old studio 
So they have the yeah, single, it's hundred years single, old or so. They have the single largest film library outside of whatever Ted Turner, you know, Ted Turner mm-hmm. put together back in the day. You know, never mind the franchises. It's like literally, there's there's millions of hours of uh, valuable, worthless content to uh, to, to puff <laughs> up a streaming surface with. So, but so really, they're buying a back catalog at this point, right? Well, well, it feels like to me. There's, there's. Like they own, they own a Christmas story. Does that mean that's you're not going to be able to <laughs> watch that on live TV? You're going to have to have Amazon uh, Prime. Although, who knows? Amazon Prime might actually be more common than live than people to have live TV capabilities these days. So, as far as the episodic television that they just purchased, these are mm-hmm. some. These are still. Well, some of these, well, the, I think they're all pretty somewhat relevant as far as television goes. There's The Handmaiden's Tale, Fargo, uh, Shark Tank, Survivor, The Real Housewives. So it's not like stuff that like nobody watches. I just don't watch right. that stuff. Right. They got like Legally Blonde. They got some odd <laughs> things for movies. They got 2001 A Space Odyssey. That could which... be turned into, I do believe... A badass like series, like adult right. sci-fi yeah. series. I think that could be turned into something cool. You know, your your, your Amazon Prime TV special, but you're a little oh, quiet, louder, Gunner. Louder. Sorry, I'm pulling I'm pulling the microphone away from me. Don't face. do that. Please don't do that. <laughs> I'm in your mind. In your mind. I thought you were gonna say you're in my mom, and I'm like, holy shit, that oh, escalated that fast. No, no, that would that would be not okay. Not okay. That would not be okay. But so there's 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 two things, which is that one, um, MGM's back catalog, uh, MGM's current production and distribution network are the valuable thing. But what really did this is Amazon's going to pay eight point something or eight point five billion dollars for MGM. Uh, you know, which is mostly coming out of, you know, really kind of coming out of, uh, you know, uh, what's Bezos's pocket. Uh, the government is giving Jeff Bezos $10 billion to subsidize his blue, what is it, blue origin, you know, basically they're paying him $10 billion, they're, they're paying him $10 billion to develop a additional lunar lander. So. You know, not quite at the point of you know when they when the when they paid the uh, broad the ISPs to deliver high speed broadband, mm-hmm. and they just said yeah we'll get to it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he 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 basically got free money to go and buy MGM and then hold one point five billion in, in escrow until. They have to. Uh, they have to actually cough it back up. You know, it's it's it's. So you just say you just added a bunch of extra money, and they just. Just every like, money. Well, I mean, fuck it. I mean, never never mind. Never mind that like Amazon has like been French Revolution obscenely profitable the last year and a half. Yeah, they print motherfucking money. I mean, that's and that's hey, it is what it is. Uh, I I won't hate. It's a little kind of. It's an embarrassment of riches, in my opinion, which, you know, that's good for you. It's successful. I congratulate them on that. My, I guess my, 
I've only seen The Boys. I haven't watched a ton of uh, Amazon Prime like television. But The Boys was so fucking good that I was just mm-hmm. convinced like these guys yeah. can do shows. Like these guys, right. they have the ability in their own studios to mm-hmm. do shows. And I, yeah, I I've been talking about Electric Dreams for years now. Fantastic. Very, very good. I mean, it's Philip K. Dick, so it's just simply good writing, but the casting is good. Um, everything, the production quality is fantastic. It probably cost Amazon more than uh, Channel 4 spent on the first season of Black Mirror um, for them to do that series. Um, but what's interesting is that it doesn't have a whole lot of love, but I don't think it's because of the shows. I think it's because Amazon sucks at selling their video service. Like when it comes to the rest of them, right? They advertise their video service. So like when it comes to like, um, like Paramount plus, right? My wife and I have Paramount plus right now. Now we're, I think we're riding the commercial, the commercial version. Um, like there's like two tiers. One of them's like five bucks. And then the other one's, I don't know, like 10 and we're doing like the $5 one with commercials, which is very annoying, but there's just a few shows on there. Like some of them, our kids want to watch like all of the SpongeBob content is on there. And, uh, we actually, we don't mind watching SpongeBob and our kids love it. Um, the new, uh, Picard series is on there, although I've heard mixed reviews about that. Um, but you can only get it on there. Um, And uh, and her and I are actually still cranking through seasons of Ink Master. There's like I didn't realize Ink Master has been on for like like 15 years. Yeah, it's been on it's, for a long time for sure. It's, yeah, so we're just cranking through episodes of that. But Paramount Plus was like, no, we're going to make sure you know we have a streaming service, and we're going to make sure that there's characters on these stream this streaming service that you're going to be like, okay, I can't live without that in my life. So during the Super Bowl, every other commercial was fucking Paramount Plus. They knew is the most amount of people sitting down watching TV. It, it's an, it's a time of the it's a time when it's actually cool to watch commercials. And they have fucking Captain Picard in like SpongeBob in a commercial. What could be better than that? So you know when p- people are like, oh, I got Paramount Plus. Someone else is like, oh, okay. Well, I saw content on there during the Super Bowl that I liked, and I'm interested. Maybe I'm going to spring for that, or or maybe I'll do like a you know 30 day trial with. Amazon Prime, it's like, no, I, I think I have Prime. Like, we, we get the discounted shipping. Um, yeah, I we use their music app once in a while because the Alexa just uses it by default. And it's like, no, you actually, as part of Prime, you get a whole bunch of benefits. And one of them is Prime Video. And Prime Video actually is a good service, but they just... They don't know what the fuck they're doing. So part of me wonders if them getting the MGM catalog is going to be a rebranding of Prime Video because first of all, the name sucks. Yeah, I am. No, I would. I, yeah. I can totally. I can totally see that because Amazon is not primarily a content delivery. Do you, you know. think this purchase? Uh, there are agreements written in there that the like management top brass at MGM agree to stay for several years or whatever, like with amazon to help them rebuild that brand i guess is the question like do you think it's not only do they buy the catalog but they're bringing the people over that know how to make make it successful and know how to brand it i mean just they could call it oz tv and it would do better right because now they have the brand right um they still might need a license i don't know how that all works because they didn't write the fucking wizard of oz novel right but they have some type of royalties that they're allowed to to get on the the movies from mgm yeah surprisingly and actually, that was one of the reasons that they had to kind of do stuff after the fact. 
it, it's it's like how modern Santa Claus is really based on a Coca Cola ad. All of the Wizard mm-hmm. of Oz imagery it comes back from that right, movie. Sure. Like against sure, them. yeah, it comes back from that movie exactly. They could call it Octopussy. Well, so 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 really, the most the, the <laughs> sounds the, better than Prime Video. Yeah, well, and and Wade, sounds like a great yes. sounds like a fantastic adult film. Octopussy. Octopussy. I mean. They could definitely use Octopussy now. I mean, they just bought MGM. That's fucking what, 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 wait. James Bond right there. But to me, it's like what, like they're in an identity crisis, and and it's even worse for their own products. I don't know if you guys um, use any of the Amazon products to consume um, the Amazon content, but like we got the Fire TVs throughout our house, and Prime Video is just another app. It's yeah. this odd thing. You'd think that being a Fire TV, it would really try to push this stuff at you. But it's not. It's just another app that you open, and then you surf through the content on that app. It's very, very, like, and it's half-baked. So, like, when you're using the remote with Netflix, on the Fire TV stick, it works better than using that remote using the Amazon, uh, the Amazon Prime Video app. So, like, when you hit, like, the like forward and back on the – on the controller, it jumps forward like 30 seconds and jumps back 10 seconds. Like it's, it's, it's an experience that you would expect, or it'll show you the frames and you can select the frame in the show. When you do that same gesture using the Amazon prime video, it starts rewinding and fast forwarding at different speeds. Like your fucking VCR did. Yeah. Remember that? You'd hit yes. rewind once and it would rewind slow and then you do it again and it would rewind fast and you do it again yes. and it would rewind super fast. That's their interface. Like it so yeah, like for them to want to improve their catalog, like maybe they're finally pulling their head out of their own ass. They're not going to call it Prime Video, which is such a terrible name, and they're going to give it a better a better service name. And I kind of feel the same way about their um their music streaming service. It's a decent service. I've never used it. But it's just called like Alexis Prime anything, Music. But- is it is it come with like a, like, an, like one of the Alexas like or like the Echoes or whatever? Is that mainly what it's for, or is it intended to be like Spotify? It's it's really intended to be more like Spotify, mm-hmm. but it's not. It's like from what I understand, I don't think you can build your own playlists easily on it. Um, it's more about the idea that you can play any song that you want on demand, you know. And there's a free tier. Um, and that's the one that we do. Also, any music that you, you've purchased off of Amazon will show up there if you've bought the digital albums off of Amazon, um, which some people do. Um, we've bought quite a few, actually. We've bought quite a few digital albums off of Amazon. So those will play there. Um, and then it's more of like a Pandora where you can you have quite a bit of flexibility into what you can play, but uh, it's not an on-demand service like like your um, the Spotify tier. I don't – whatever – is it ten dollars a month or whatever the tier is? Premium, I want to say is ten dollars a month. I subscribe. I, I it's free. I don't. I'm fine with the ads. It's not the end of the world for me. So, again, I, I, again, I'm, 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 I'm thinking a lot of it has to do with the distribution setups that MGM has, especially overseas. So Amazon can start like getting some of that like content that they paid for Amazon Prime mm-hmm. out into other markets. Um, the other thing, you know, Wade's talking about James Bond and stuff like that. Uh, they own Stargate now. Okay. It's a, it's a very respectable, uh, sci-fi genre. I don't know though. 
Do you think that Stargate? I I think that Stargate could be brought to the masses because I don't think I don't think that Star Trek has been successful in bringing it like to the masses as much as 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 good as a lot of the different spinoffs are. Don't get me wrong, there's some not some great ones, but I just I just wonder if I kind of feel like Stargate. Although I like Stargate, um, I kind of feel it's second tier, like it's not top tier sci-fi. Um, I mean it's 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 not it's not Star Trek or Star Wars kind of stuff. But, uh, you know, in, in my opinion, a, the by, Expanse uh, is the only series yep. that somebody would go out of their way and pay Amazon Prime for to watch it on video. I still I don't think any it. of their Maybe content would draw people in. It, like, I don't think anything's that exclusive. Like, there's one called Tales from the Loop. It's fucking great, but it's only like it's only it's like one series. It's like one season. It's done. Right. You guys get an opportunity to watch the second uh, Love, Death, and Robots? I have not. Yeah, okay. way too short. Yeah, I agreed, and not nearly as good as the first one. Wow. Not as good as the first. There's some good stuff, but yeah. like one of the episodes was like three minutes. The last episode, I feel, I'm trying to remember it now, but I remember being like, what the fuck? That's your last one? Wow. Yeah, yeah. we watched, my son and I watched the entire thing, like the entire season, I want to say in less than 40 minutes. It was way yeah. too short. Yeah. Sorry, I'm glad they came out topic. with the second one, though. Yeah, and I'm sorry. So I, I, I to have cut you off there, Gunner. What do you think? As, as far as Stargate goes, though, Gunner, like, what do you think? The, what, what is the roadmap to get that to the popularity that? Well, so, so here, here's, the, here's the thing, which is that, um, you, know, and, you know, Star Wars and Star Trek, and you can say that, like, the audiences have changed and stuff like that, but um, both those companies really have done you know both the the parent companies have really done catastrophic damage to those properties and they also don't work in this how how do you put it like a lot of a lot of modern film and television is really getting made with the idea that we're going to sell this in the U.S. and China, so we can't, you know, like we have to avoid certain things, and or we have to we have to basically make something kind of so milquetoast that it won't appeal to either. You're being I, very, very oddly specific, but I don't understand what you're saying. Well, Gunnar's saying you is how yeah. you get us the Stargate series. No, no, no we're, we're 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 I guess where I'm leading into this is that it, it's I think the SG or yeah Stargate itself as a franchise avoids a lot of the problems so i i where it get, like it, it was a huge gap previously i think that the gap has closed up one by you know mgm's been putting a lot of work into trying getting stargate back off the ground again like they were making another movie and stuff like that but um you know, with with whatever the fucking dickering's been going around with Star Trek and Star uh, Star Wars, I I I think that it's a, I think that it's a, quote unquote IP, intellectual property there, that some hay could be made with. You know, like, but Star Trek and Star Wars are so drastically different. I feel, I feel like Star Wars has completely saturated the market and it's extremely successful. And Disney purchasing them proved that yeah, you actually you can sell a lot more. Maybe it tarnishes the brand, but you can sell a lot more merch. 
way more merch. It can be with yeah. every freaking Happy Meal, and you can have plush toys in every freaking uh, gas station that you go to. Um, every cereal box has it. Um, so that I think has 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 reached its satur- probably close to its saturation point. Right? It's like a household name. It was yeah. every single kid. Even if he wasn't allowed to watch The Mandalorian, wanted one of those uh, yep. Grogu slash Baby Yoda uh, and stuffed animal things. Um, I don't even know what to call them. They're, they're, it's not even a stuffed animal. It's a. Uh, it's like a huge. Is it uh, is it fabric or no? It's like a, it's, it's like, like an action figure. Yeah, it's it's fabric. It's like oh, it's it like um, it's almost like an actual size Baby Yoda because it's. It's big, like it feels like you're holding a baby, but it's <laughs> it's made of, it's cloth, like it's wearing like it's Jedi cloak or whatever the fuck it wears. Um, it's got the whole outfit on. Um, the heads, the head is hard. Okay, gotcha. All right, so you kind know. of like the uh, wasn't there like these things in the '80s called like my monster or something like that that had like these, yep. yeah, these hard faces. But yeah, like actually, now that you say that, it's 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 a lot like a um, it's a lot like like a baby doll. Where with the oh, fabric yeah. bodies, mm-hmm. a lot like that. It's got the hard head and the hard hands, um, but the fabric body. But anyway, um, so I think that like Star Trek, I feel like Star Trek hasn't even come close to that. Well, I think that honestly, um, I, I think we probably, t- I believe we've touched on this before, but Star Trek is truer to sci fi, whereas like Star Wars, Star Wars is more is, fantasy. Star Wars mm-hmm. is Lord, Lord of the Rings with lasers. Yeah, it's more of like high fantasy, um, mm-hmm. which totally fine. Uh, that being said, I would say generally you'll get more people interested in the high fantasy than you will sci-fi because sci-fi is, you know, it's a it's really interesting to some. I love sci-fi. I think it's awesome. Um, but like the, you know, they sci-fi goes to the lengths of explaining why everything works, like what a warp drive is and why a warp drive works. Whereas like Star Wars is just like, well, pop the warp jets on, we're going. I think that's kind of maybe one difference. I don't even know if that's a great example. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure good. there are people that can speak better to it. But. Well, I feel it's I feel it's a little bit more logically grounded too, and it hurts it. So like like if you take if you take the Mandalorian series, right, which you know, you call a a Western. And I think it's a great way to describe it. There's no, it's, it's, it's a lot more difficult to paint a Star Trek um, series as a Western. You would almost have to do, it would be a similar, like a backstory type thing um, you'd have to do on someone, but it would almost break, it would break that mold that Star Trek is built out of. I feel, I feel that it might actually drive fans away. Well, I also think that, when it comes to Star Wars, and I could be wrong, it's definitely debatable. I think Star Trek is a far more bold series on average that tackles like social kind of constructs and social issues. Whereas, like, Star Wars is a good example why they don't. Like, the rebels are always good. And even when they try to make the rebels look from like in a bad light, it never right. fucking works because they really refuse to see the other side of it. Where mm-hmm. I feel in like Star Trek, it's like you you get a more of a more of a rounded vision, and and it's a little bit blurred between like it's not just good and evil. It's kind of like different people in different pers- perspectives and situations. Right. But 
I don't know if that's you know I don't know how 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 much I guess, but I, I also think it's kind of a sci-fi thing. It's never been the good sci-fi has never been afraid to kind of tackle some of the risque or taboo topics in society at the time. Um, it's Star interesting. Trek, I feel spends a lot more time with formalities as well, like it, like Star Trek kind of they might spend like like a long sequence on you know a senate hearing or something like that whatever the equivalent there there is of that but star trek is like no we're fine making an entire show on that premise there's people in charge people giving commands and that's it like that's the entire show the entire show is people doing their role and and the difficulties that they face being within that exact role it's almost like um like it's almost more like um like if you were to do almost like a Grey's Anatomy or something, which I don't, I don't want to use that parallel, but where everyone is kind of has their, their defined role. And it's more about the, the dynamics between the characters, not so much about uh, where they go, not so much about what they do and how much power they have. Well, I think like if you're going to use, I mean, I don't know a ton about Grey's Anatomy to be honest. With you, I've never even seen an episode, but I understand the premise. Cause you know, it was around and very popular. It may still be around. But like, I believe I believe it is still around. Jesus, is uh, I mean, would you argue that then Grey's Anatomy is to Star Trek what Scrubs is to Star Wars? Man, I don't know. I don't. It's hard to compare anything to Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. Right. I mean, when you shoot a missile into the exhaust of a fucking star the size of a moon or, or a, a, a spaceship the size of a moon i mean it's just a it's a Rogue different one explained it <laughs> no yeah but i mean gunner to your point i think there's gonna be more of a divide um bringing china into this and making it kind of like Milk toast, essentially. You're going to go one of two ways. I feel I don't know if there'll be anything kind of on a spectrum anymore. I think you will probably see it's either kind of like milk toast, milk toast slice of life, and then like kind of really edgy and like like pushing the envelope entertainment as far as you know so audiences are targeted. I got I got I got to see because we kind of looping back to that. And sorry if I'm sidetracking. So did you, th- did you see that thing where John Cena had to apologize for saying Taiwan was a country? I saw a headline, but I, yeah. All right, I saw so a headline. they were doing a media tour, and they were in Taiwan. And he made a statement that he, he thanked them for, you know, he thanked them for uh, inviting, you know, the, the, the crew, you know, the, the, when they were at one of the premieres, the crew to, to, to screen this film in your country. And... The Chinese government exerted pressure on the filmmakers, and then John Cena had to go and make a apology. And I got to give him credit because he actually did it in relatively good Chinese. Oh, really? But I didn't know he could didn't know he could speak Chinese. But I'm sure he can't. I'm sure he practiced his ass off. Yeah, but but you know, like no, it was it, it well, Chinese is hard because it's a very it's a very it's a very tonal language. But um, he um. Not that I speak it, so I guess I can't say shit. But you know, like it, 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 it was, it wasn't like it wasn't racist pantomime, 
you know, that kind of don't clip that, please. Uh, but so he did the apology after, you know, like the Chinese government, the Chinese, you know, the media and whatever pissed off at him. And then immediately afterwards, WWE management issued a thing saying that they're pissed at him for apologizing to China. <laughs> so it's like if you had two bosses that were kind of equally pissed at each other <laughs> because, well, and actually, so WWE's pissed at him. Because he apologized to China, and WWE is in the process of trying to sneak their business into India, and India is diametrically opposed opposed yeah. to the Chinese government. So it's right. like so you just so you're just kind of pointing out kind of the the tug of war that you get into when you try to really internationalize, but even more specifically, internationalize with superpowers like India and China. Yes, the two most populous the countries on the planet. The two biggest markets that you're attempting to engage with who are diametrically opposed to each other at an existential level. Well, speaking of China, um, what's, uh, what's, what's China. Biden doing? So a uh, couple of interesting things on this. So very recently in the news, uh, one of Biden's aides uh, came out um during a press conference and said they were doubling down on efforts uh, to try and nail down the exact, he's asking the intelligence community to mm. find out what the origin of the virus was under the mm. guise of, and maybe that's a little too spinny even to say, but his reason for it is, is, you know, to prepare for another, if another pandemic happens, which right. I've, and the intelligence community has already come back and said it's pretty much one of two options. One, it's, um, you know, uh, essentially hu humans eating animals, like, like a lot mm -hmm. of... Uh, but two is the, it was made in a lab in China, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, which Did is we? like... We've talked about this a little bit before. This was, like a, this was yep. Trump's thing. Trump said it was made in a lab in China and... I think he kind of got some shit for that, or people were like, you know, that's fucking super racist or whatever. But I mean, I guess the well, fact is that it's one of two actually, options. Before our country went into lockdown, we actually t spoke about it on an episode, um, and we kind of speculated about that. There was some um, there was some scientists here stateside that were getting arrested right around that time for uh, yep. for, for participating with the Chinese government. Um, against protocol or something. I'm not exactly They're sure. They're trying to smuggle stuff well, well, out of our well, country. Okay, yeah. And so, 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 I, I got some shit. I got, I got, I, I, I got, I got some finger air quotes knowledge to, 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 to throw in on that. So, you know, and part of the part of the problem too is that like Trump and that you know the Trump administration kind of threw a bunch of people at this late in the game like towards the end like towards the end of the election led the end of the administration yeah um but so you know like there was there was that series of arrest that like you know the the department of justice and the fbi inv were involved with um but so there 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 there's there's like two things that have come out now which is that one um there were three uh, lab researchers at that Wuhan facility that came down with a were hospitalized and came down with a disease that had remarkably similar symptoms to COVID nineteen, 
uh, back in November of 2019. So, oh, don't you know, Bobby? So, but where you know, and again, there's the intelligence because that's where this intelligence thing came through is that now that we've had. You know, really, this is just kind of incompetence and just jerk faces all the way down. But mm-hmm. to loop back and where this, you know, like where this story is kind of get, getting in, getting interesting. So the Obama administration is part of their pandemic response planning. Mm-hmm. Also prevented or ended U.S. funding and involvement in what they call gain of function research. And gain-of-function research is effectively when you start dicking with natural viruses to see what potential traits that virus strains are likely to pick up in the wild mm-hmm. to either, you know, to kind of get a grip on, you know, the, the, we're going to see a pandemic, you know, like we're going to see an outbreak of a particular disease. What's the likely scenarios that we're going to see them? And, the, you know, the Whoops, Obama administration, yeah, the Obama administration block this because there is in the history of doing gain of function research there's been a major containment breach every single year so 2017 Fauci got an exemption passed got Trump to get an exemption so you're basically I should say Fauci was involved in getting an exemption so that the United States was not doing gain of function research, they were paying. They were they were funding research at the Wuhan mm-hmm. <laughs> biological research facility to begin gain of function re- research on SARS related mm-hmm. viruses. Mm-hmm. And everyone so you're saying was, this is all just all this information is just going to come out soon. Oh, it's it's, it's already it's it's criminals. already it's already starting. And what 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 it comes down to is that. You know, it's, it's going to be like, like Cuomo crack, cracking down on corruption. Yeah. Well, no, and it's it's going to be like this this guy, and he's going to come in on his white horse and be like, "Look at all this corruption." And it's like, wait, weren't you weren't you, are you weren't you doing this part of all that? I've I, my work here is done, but you didn't do anything. Do you, were, at all. were you just working for them? <laughs> but it, it, you know, it, and. They tried to put the, you know, like there was a, there was a, a investigation going on at the end of the administration. But what it, what what it started to is that like it was tying back to the entire National Institute of Health. And when Biden came in, he put the kibosh and all that stuff because one, it was a Trump initiative, and two, it's not convenient. It's not convenient at this time to. To, to, to kind of have these conversations, but again, if people are not going to, we're still in the middle of the pandemic. They're fucking India is having flare-ups. You know, oh, India is not India is fucking flare-ups, dude. Those I I wouldn't describe that as flare-ups. I would straight up fucking say India is fucked. Yeah, uh, that's they have essentially <laughs> relit the fire. It is fucking really. It maybe made it worse. You know, we're we're not quite at Last of Us. You know, outreach, but it's 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 bad. Yeah, it's it's really bad in India. I mean, people dying out in the parking lot because they can't even get into the fucking waiting room essentially because it's full. There's just no room, no room in the facilities. They're 
uh, from what I, for all intents of her, I can hear their their healthcare system has collapsed. They can't support or do much. Yep. They've <laughs> so they they had India and China. China's the most populated, but India's damn close. And uh, India is more dense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the United States has administered two hundred eighty-seven million doses. India has administered 195 million with a population what f uh four or five times the size at least it's uh, no I, I probably think, four times the size no i think it, i think india is actually closer to a billion people right and we're at 300 million roughly a 350 they're 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 actually um one billion their because their population is so high, Thanks. it actually puts their vaccination rate at one of the world's lowest. It's just That's insane. Crazy. So so what happened is, you know, their country's like, ah, well, let's start easing things up and people start going back to normal. But they, they did it prematurely and they admit that they did it prematurely. But yeah, you know, at one point in time it was like three hundred thousand new cases per day. I don't know what it's at now. It's wild and it's 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 heartbreaking, man. It's fucking terrible. It's it's awful. Um, but what I what I question from Biden's lips, these motives seem pure, right? It's strictly for uh, research, uh, you know, root cause analysis on and how to apply what's learned uh, if this ever happens again. However. And they urge China to be oh completely you know complicit and uh, um, geez, my fucking brain's not working great today. Uh, complicit and uh, clear, cooperative, which you you know a that's never going to happen, and yep. a big reason for that is because once it does come out, or once it did come out, or they were to admit that it, that it was yep, you know one of our labs we fucked up the world would come down on them. Like there would, I think that, I mean, Jesus, there was a lot of ramblings before about how China owes us. China owes us fucking financial compensation for all the people that we lost because of their shitty pro uh, containment pr protocols from their lab. And I, I don't think they would admit it before all this. Anyway, China's not, not forthcoming with information. Um, they're not a trustworthy country, which m most superpowers aren't. I'm not saying America is either. Um, but I think, you know, I think this is like a shot in the dark, like trying to really hope like for the world to put pressure, like, yeah, let's see, like, did it really happen? So that once it fucking happens, you'd be like, we knew it, motherfucker. We fucking knew it. And now you're going to pay. Well, I'm a bit worried about the outcome of this, because what if we find out that it was a targeted attack? Where do we, we go? Was a, well, that's that's scary. That, when Stuxnet that is was scary. When Stuxnet was going around, the the best security researchers in the United States, um, as well as other countries, had absolutely no idea where it came from. And it turned out at the end of Stuxnet that it was um, it was a a computer virus created by it was it was funded by the United States government, and I believe it was written by another country, one of our partners. Israel. Yeah. And it was a specifically targeted virus to transfer around on, like, you know, your USB uh, hard drives. And its eventual destination was a spe very specific sequence of uh, commands at a Siemens controller to deactivate a uranium uh, enrichment 
um, system in where? Iran, I, I would assume, but Iran. maybe not. Yep. No. Iran. So Iran. it was it, <laughs> the best researchers, right? The equivalent of virus doctors now were staring at this thing saying, well, um, we're, not, we're not exactly sure where it came from or, or, or what its intent was. And I, I'm a bit afraid if if the investigation finds out something like that it was a targeted attack, because if that's the case, like what's uh, what's the retaliation, right? <laughs> what's the retaliation on this? Let's say it was a targeted <laughs> attack from China, right? What's our oh. retaliation on China for that? What if it was a targeted attack by the United States to prove that, you know, um, I, I don't know what we, it would be to prove. I don't know. Um, uh, <laughs> United States would gain if if they felt that they could pull it off and would gain essentially global leverage against China. A lot more allies that are willing to fucking say, you know, fuck China or whatever. Or, but, I, but that's real. Like, that'd be real risky. I'd, I'd here, assume. Here's, 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 the, here's the, you know, here's the, the normal kook take on this. Although it gets kind of more realistic as time goes on or more probable possible. What if it's a drill for so I, I, I think about that as well. Almost that's say, probably that's the best if that's the case. Because we may need the drill. We may need it. Right? Because if a virus that we can't control is well, spreading and it's I'm, killing people at like a rate of ten percent oh, or twenty five percent. Gunner was going the other way. <laughs> I'm going. I'm going darker. I'm. I, I'm. I'm suspecting is that this is a this is a this is a live fire exercise where mm -hmm. they figure out how to release something that's going to. So mammal human beings account basically um, account oh, for something not where on the going. order of of. I'll, I'll add on the end. 90% of the biomass of mammals on the planet right now. And if things are going to get real interesting here real quick in the next couple decades. Talking about just being overpopulated. Well, yes, because what, you, what, you, what, you, what, you're, what you're doing is that what you're doing is that effectively you're looking for ways to. So COVID basically stopped COVID quarantines basically stopped being a thing once the actual people with money <laughs> could like avoid dealing with the consequences of it. So now that they've got that strategy sorted out, mm. I think it's a stretch. Uh, listen, we're talking, we're talking, you know, and again, I'm not trying to, uh, well, I was just, wondering <laughs> yeah, if it yeah. was like, Everyone was in on it, like all global superpowers right at the top were in on it. And we're like, okay, to what degree do we have to make things so bad that we can control the population and get them to do essentially exactly what we want them to do? I think that's kind of what Gunner's saying, though. Gunner's saying, I think Gunner's saying that what happens when we have to cull the human population because there just aren't enough resources and our backs are finally against the wall and something has to happen immediately how do we like how do we do it and how do we how does america make sure that its survivability is there, is ensured compared to other countries do you remember do you remember in the 90s when people were saying the same thing about aids yep well and yeah. you know what fauci fauci was running the ship on that one too <laughs> <laughs> oh dear lord um so um we are uh 
And we got about 15 minutes left here. We do we have, have the hour and we got, we got extra. It's time to go into extra innings. Um, we got about, we were about 45 minutes in. So we got, okay. we, we got some time. And we um, had a celebrity and we had a celebrity president. Sorry. Hopping back. You talk, longer. you're talking about, uh, Ron Reagan. Reagan. Yeah. Um, I thought this topic would be fun. Wade came up with it. I think Wade came up with it. I thought this would be fun. Um, Wade got pissed at this, something, something showing up on his news feed. Okay. So there is a, it's a YouTube channel, but it's also, it has a Facebook channel or whatever called Big Think. And I was a really, really big fan of this channel because it's a lot of like science-based stuff. There are some, Really, uh, world-renowned scientists that that uh, you know that go into like different theories and explain you know kind of dumb down for an idiot like me like to how like physics and like quantum physics works and things like that. It, it was a really good channel, but literally for the past like four months, it will come up on my feed and it'll be like, oh, how we can I don't something's oh cold like like fusion's almost here and here's why and it's it's only it's not far away it's not it's it's going to be in the near future and then i'm like oh shit like this is really interesting i wonder what's happening so i click on the link and i start reading and i'm like wait a minute so i scroll back up at the top and it's like this was posted in 2018 it's like we're fucking <laughs> no closer than we this dumb fucking article why are you retreading this shit why is this coming <laughs> up on the feed please for the love of fucking god if you are a social media outlet, if you have a channel of any sort, A, put a mass, if you're going to do it, just if you're going to put old, old content up, totally fine. Just be like, hey, it's a throwback. You know what I mean? Make it obvious. But B, don't fucking do it. Because what, once in a while, that wouldn't bother me. But every fucking time I click on your link and it's something that is at least two years old, what fucking purpose are you serving at this point? What so what's what do you think's putting it there? I think they're paying to do it. They're definitely. I mean, they were big thing. They're just like. Uh, I mean, let me. Let me. I want to make like something like comparable, but I've I've actually unsubscribed from a lot of like different like social curiosity, media stuff like, like curiosity that. stream or something. Yes, like that. or something like that. Right? Like it's just like they keep coming up with content and putting out content, but why they would put old ass mm -hmm. content as like they're and here's the thing. It's not like I've. Not like I'm like, oh, I'm pissed because I, wonder, I didn't pay attention. Shit's being posted with I a post date of then, like of I now. I wonder if yeah, it comes down to. I wonder if it comes down to the value because they may they might be trying to lure you into a subscription, but the content that the the, the bleeding edge content might they might not actually they don't want to clickbait you because people don't like that. Like when they search for something and they see like like a Wall Street Journal article or something and they click on it, it's like, oh, well, you have one of three free reads. And then after that, you have to pay to read these articles. Um, people don't like the paywalls. So if, I wonder if it's something like, oh, well, this is a pool of free content. We're hoping to lure you in with it. And we just have a better experience because it's science. People are okay with a three-year-old science article because, you know, three-year-old article on fusion might still be as cutting edge as we are um i don't know it's shame, just an idea shame on me for getting excited excited for like 
some bright point in the future. <laughs> like, I guess just me getting my hopes up and like getting excited that science is, you know, I don't know, so, making some sort of quantum progress. So, Gunner, it's really probably you, my fault. Do you subscribe to any of these things on Facebook? No. See, I don't either. I I, I specifically go out of my way to. I, I I probably that makes it worse. It's the same thing on Twitter. Like I'm blocking them mm. when they when they do that that kind of shit. You're perfectly fine with with YouTube slamming that stuff in your face, right? No, I I mean like you have the algorithm, but I'm on YouTube yeah. Premium, so I don't get the. You are on Premium. Yeah. Oh, so you so so does that mean they don't shove as much? I, I don't mean ads. I'm talking about the um, the well, the, no, the I algorithm. Don't, I, the, the, the I mean, like the algorithm will throw things occasionally, but like my home and stuff like that, I don't, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't, I don't use what's hot or anything like that. And the algorithm is unfortunately pretty accurate about pegging who the fuck I am. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. Me too. So like, yeah, like it knows. It's like well. We you you just watched somebody like restore this old rusty car that was found in a lake. You just watched like an hour video of this. You'll probably be down for watching like a documentary on one of Saturn's moons. And I'm like, oh, I really want to know more about that moon. You son of a like, you son of a gotta, bitch, you got me. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking click on it. I want to see why those fucking those sweet ass rings wobble. I need to know. I need to know right now. Tell me about the rings. Um, but th- what's interesting is with that stuff, like, you know, if it's a two or three year old video uh, on there, it's not too bad, but I-, I know what you're saying, Wade, because these are more pitched as like, you know, as like headlines to you. Right. Yeah. I like there are, don't get me wrong. Like I, if they were ads, I would understand. I wouldn't even click on, it. I wouldn't even bother, but like I sub- I followed the channel because my experience with it several years ago was this was all like cutting edge stuff and you know the articles were meaningful to me i learned stuff through these articles but now they're just reposting these articles with current dates that are two three years old and it's just it's it's no longer for me because that's become the majority of the posts it's like they've run out of uh they've run out of shit to say essentially i i have to ask you have you seen those videos about amazing event- inventions, but you can like like five seconds in, you realize that it's some Chinese editor or something like that. So it's like it's like look at this, you know. It's like it's like. Do, do you remember? Did you ever see those like old black and white movies about the the world of tomorrow, where they'd have the kind weird of. fucking slapstick inventions? You know, yes. like the plane, the plane with like sixteen wings or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So there's a whole thing in YouTube on Facebook, and I'm not mm-hmm. sure what the algorithm got to, got it to start like throwing into everyone's feeds, but mm-hmm. they're just that. And it's like, look at this amazing, like look at this amazing world that technology allows us, and it's just the juxtaposition because it is the same thing as those fucking like we just got electricity. But mm-hmm. it's in it's in it's it's in a century that has computers and pervasive internet, and it's in an environment Very, that is. I don't think I've seen it. Okay, I'd have to I'll have to find one and search. I see if one comes up in my feed again. So, so like I, I don't really use the 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 networks properly. Like like you, Gunner, I don't follow anyone on Twitter. 
I use Twitter to post things once in a while. Um, I have a profile for myself, but I don't use it. Um, like what I'll do is like once in a while, if I'm at like a big conference and they'll have like, you know, if you, if you tag them or you use a special hashtag, um, then you can like ask questions to the speaker, right? It's like you can ask questions to them from your cell phone and then they can kind of, they have a team of people, they'll read through them and they'll be like, okay, well, you know, Trace out in the audience has a question. I'll use Twitter for, for that, like a live, like a live event. I'm totally down with that. But yeah, I don't like, I don't really follow um, too many people on Twitter and the people that I do, like, I don't really don't like like stop and read like a Twitter digest every day. Um, and it's the same thing on Facebook. Like I don't, I don't follow any celebrities on Facebook. Um, there may be a couple of them, but just because the stuff they share is awesome, not yeah. really. It's more of like a like a little micro news feed that I'm getting from them. A so I don't. Vast think I majority of. Mm -hmm. I, I don't think I do with with. I think it's probably just this one website that I have such a fucking problem with. I mean, the ads and and uh, Facebook are fucking worthless. A lot of them, but I do follow some. I wouldn't say a ton of celebrities on like Instagram. Instagram is typically where I do like a lot of following and stuff like that. Oh. Yeah. See, I don't, I like, maybe it's, maybe I just don't care for the platform too much, but mm. there's not much that I get out of like just a random photo from someone. No, if, I mean, if it's like an actress and I think she's hot, then maybe, maybe I would like, like want to go to her page or like subscribe to her. But like, I'm not the type of person that wants a personal connection like with the celebrities that I like, you know, I'm more of a consumer of the products than like want to see pictures of them and their kids. So like, I've never jumped on that, but it's, it's a very like what? solid market, but like I've never found myself a consumer of it. Like a lot of people that I will follow are um, like, there are some tattoo artists that I think are like really, really good that I follow or like Maddie Matheson. Mm -hmm. I'm a huge Maddie Matheson fan. Um, mm -hmm. I follow him and pretty much all the people associated with him, like master Rang. And uh, Michelle, and I forget her last name now. Um, like, that's kind of what I'm following. I I mean, you could definitely go for, like, you know, plenty. there are plenty of, you know, models and stuff out there that have beautiful pictures that they take and post. Um, yeah, I, you, you could just Google that shit. You know what I mean? Like, that's not really. But, like, it's sometimes it gets you a little insight on some of the behind-the-scenes stuff or, like, pre- yeah. or post-production stuff on the mm -hmm. YouTube shows that I'll watch or something like that, that I find yeah, is kind yeah. of funny and interesting. Yeah. And I, I'm, and I, like, I remember a lot of the, the art, a lot of the news articles that I'll read, they'll be talking about like an upcoming TV show. And a lot of them are kind of cherry picked from stuff that gets leaked. People are taking photos on sets and stuff like that. And it's like, okay, well we finally got what the outfit that they're going to be wearing in this show. And I think that's kind of cool. Um, because it's the show is going to eventually make it public anyway, so all the information is going to be released anyways. So it's kind of like a behind the scenes, and I think that's cool. But yeah, man, I've never been a consumer of that. Um, and on Facebook, like a lot of the time, it'll say like you know Wade likes Budweiser, and it'll just be a Budweiser ad, right? And it'll say like Wade and so and so like Budweiser. Yeah. And the ad shows up on my feed and I, and I get it because what they do is Budweiser specifically targets people, um, people's friends of people who have liked their page because I'm more likely to interact with it if, if Wade likes it, but it's always some huge brand. It's not like some obscure Etsy shop, right? It's always right. like a really, really big brand. And it's like, well, I don't really 
Like I see the Budweiser billboards everywhere that I go. I see the commercials on television and I'm buy the products. Like if I go to the store and I want to buy something that's a Budweiser, it's there, I'm going to buy it. So for me, it's like, well, like what's the purpose of this? Um, But I liked the big think because it's something that you specifically went out of your way to improve your newsfeed with. (laughs) I did. And then now now it's gone. Well, it's just, it's my hang up, right? It's my hang up. But yes, they fucked me, those motherfuckers. (laughs) Fuck the big fake. It's not the big fake. It's the fucking big retread. <laughs> kind of yeah, silly to get pissed retread. off about, but it's just I, I don't know. Well, wait, all the all the, all the big meaningful stuff that we kind of talked about earlier just makes you feel angry and helpless. So let's let's focus on the let's focus on the things that are small and dealable with. True. Fuck Good the point. big think. Yeah. Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it for sure. Well, we're it's like time. four minutes till an hour, so let's just jump right into masturbation. Let's do. Let's talk about masturbation. Um, Trace, <laughs> you came up with the clever name, so you present. Um, yeah, so it's kind of twofold, but you know, it's like the first part is like, you know, Fauci made the announcement. He's like, uh, no, this isn't what we meant. We didn't mean everyone goes without masks. But then there's like the flip side <laughs> of it, and it's like, like holy shit, like. Like, what in life is so much better now, um, you know, and things that, yeah, I mean, I'll start it off, but I watched, I witnessed my wife try multiple drinks that other people were drinking this past weekend at a bar and people standing at a bar, <laughs> not sitting. It is, um, so here in Rhode Island, uh, respectively speaking, um, the masks are gone. Uh, Shauna, and there, don't get me wrong, there are some regulations that are supposed to be holding holding things like in perspective, or not in perspective, but like perfect example. There's a grocery store out here, which I will, it's called Dave's. I'll compare it to, uh, I don't know. Uh, low tier Wegmans, but better than like kind of the the, the big shops out here. Um, maybe not quite as. I think it's better than well, whatever. Days is kind of like Wegmans. You can get some specialty stuff there, and some 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 nice stuff there. So, Shauna went grocery shopping last week uh, by herself because I can't fucking do anything essentially <laughs> except walk around a little bit and hopefully be comfortable. But um. She's like, got to use uh, one of those hover things, those those little baskets. Yeah, (laughs) my psychic power to to fucking pump up to a hundred and and float myself around. But she was like, uh, it was really weird in Dave's today, and it made her made me a little kind of kind of like put me off a little bit. I was like, what's going on? What happened? Thinking like someone harassed her or somebody said something to her. She got an altercation, which is not likely, but she's like literally no one had masks on she was like i was one of it was me she said it was me and the store employees that had masks on and every other customer had no mask on right and so she goes to check out and meanwhile she's like of course she tells the horror story of this like you know woman in her 60s who's being a bitch to the staff and also coughing her fucking lungs out which it could have been allergies it absolutely could have been allergies but it also fucking could not have been um so she's asking the cashier, she's like, so 
a little different in here today. Uh, no masks. And he's the cashier was like, <laughs> kind of like shaking his head and rolling his eyes. Like, yeah, like if you're, uh, if you're vaccinated, you know, like you don't have to wear a mask in here. That's kind of what our company has said. And he was kind of sounded annoyed, not at Sean at the company. And she was like, well, I didn't see anybody at the front door checking for vaccination cards. And he was like, yeah, the company doesn't feel that they can legally do that or they're, they're allowed to do that. So she's like, oh, okay. He's like, yeah, it's stupid. It's pretty much just the honor system here. Right. <laughs> so there's just nobody. And in restaurants, from what I understand, no masks. It's just people are, they are, I, I thought people were done with it like six months ago. They are officially done with that shit. Yeah. No one's getting checked and it is, and it is what it is. But, I mean, we're at 53% vaccination, right? Like, we're getting, we're getting there. This yeah. can't go horribly wrong. Wade, I'm, I'm, working on the, I'm working on that cyborg body shit as fast as I can. I need can. it. Get it done. Get it done. In the meantime, give me some, like, I've heard that some, some strands of mushroom, mushrooms promote, like, uh, like cellular, uh, yeah. like, reactivity. Well, no. So yeah, you you want you want you want the tri- you want the trifecta of uh, turkey tail, uh, lion's mane, and uh, mushroom of the magic variety. Fair enough. But that's actually so, not the point of this of this topic, though. So we went to um, we went to several bars. None of them were open because Buffalo is. My brother got married this weekend. Um, Congratulations, Light and Maggie. <laughs> It's I'm sorry that I could not make it. It's really why we pushed the podcast because we had some family still in town. I had to make sure I uh, saw as much of them before they they went back home. But uh, yeah, we went. We tried going to a lot of bars, but unfortunately, the city of Buffalo hasn't changed its hours yet. So even though you don't need to wear a mask, all the bars are closing super early still. Um, so. After the wedding, we try hopping from bar to bar, and of course, nothing was open. There was like one open, and it was everyone. There was people still waiting out in line, like at one a.m. I'm like, nope, not going into that one. Yeah. You're um, never gonna get in. But there was one. We didn't make it in, but there was one, and it said COVID nineteen vaccine required to enter, and it said it right on the door. Really. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, we were hoping, like, we, we walked past it, and then we were like, hey, let's go back and see if that place will let us in, and they wouldn't let us in because it was too late. But uh, that was the only place. So, And we went to quite a few different places, right, different hotels. Um, out of the three hotels that we that, that I went to this weekend, um, the one we stayed in has, a, has, like, two pretty popular clubs there, so they pretty much had to lift the mask mandate because – um, it's just fucking mayhem in the clubs and they use the same elevators to get from, you know, floor to floor, um, for the clubs as they do for the hotel. So it would just be impossible for them to enforce because then they would have to, the clubs would have to say that you got to wear a mask and that's not going to happen. The clubs are finally like getting people, um, in there and they're finally getting popular. So our hotel didn't require one. Um, but they hadn't taken the signs down yet. Whereas ever the rest of the, the other two hotels that I was in, um, they still had a strict uh, wear a mask in in public policy, um, regardless regardless of your vaccine, uh, your your uh, your vaccination status. Um, 
Restaurants were about 50-50. So like half of the restaurants still wanted you to put it on when you got up out of your chair um, or they still had seating. They still had their, their seating guidelines in place. But um, the interesting thing was we went to breakfast and uh, it was at this little I don't even know how to describe it, but it was like a gigantic house. All right. We sat down at this gigantic, this like old, this antique gigantic house. We sit down and the waitress comes over and she says, I don't really want them to like, I don't, I don't want them to like to start telling business owners to take the masks off. And I'm like, oh yeah, she's probably super cautious. And she's like, no, I just really don't like putting on makeup and doing my hair every day. <laughs> and she's like, with this mask on, like nobody gives me a hard time about it. And I'm like, well, that's a pretty fucking selfish reason to not want to wear or to want to keep wearing the masks. I I kind of like, I mean, I don't kind of get it because I don't have to put on makeup and stuff like that. But I guess I empathize like if I had to or I chose to, that would kind of be a pain in the ass, I guess. I go, though, if you choose to, I guess it wouldn't be a pain in the ass. But what the, the oddest part is like what, you know, what, um, what Shauna had observed is like you said, well, let's say we're let's say we're we're sixty percent vaccinated in the country, right? Let's say we're seventy percent, seventy-five, right? Let's be super optimistic. Five percent of the people were not wearing masks. Like like two like percent of the people were. You know what I mean? Right. Right. There's people that are immunocompromised and they probably haven't gotten vaccinated yet, or they're immunocompromised and they just know that there's still a chance that they're going to get sick because having the vaccine doesn't prevent you from getting it necessarily. It just reduces your chances of having really severe symptoms from it. Um, so yeah, they're like, no, I, fuck that. I'm still going to wear a mask in public. Like those were the only ones still wearing their masks. I feel the people, a few people who are super strict, just very few, very, very few. And then people who were doing it just to, for the extra layer of precaution. And it was just a couple, you know, a, a wedding with like 200 people. I want to say there were beside like all the staff was wearing them. But as far as the guests, I would say like you could probably count all of them on your hand. And that is not 25%. No. <laughs> Gunner, is there something that you look forward to once the mask, uh, once the mask mandates is well, is over? Uh, I mean, maybe in a year, doing the convention thing again here. But I also am looking to do business there, so maybe business handy. at the conventions. You mean? Yeah, you know, it's part of my part of my not being legitimately employed quest. Mm -hmm. um, I'm working on doing some commercial art art and crafting one thing i found interesting is almost all businesses i've been to are keeping them on their their workers well because they, they, they can't afford to they can't afford to not have them come to work because what do you mean no I, what i mean is like if you read the new york state guidelines um it doesn't say that businesses have to continue wearing them yeah my company, every business does still. My company has taken the stance that even if the local municipality where the where the location is pretty much did away with the mask mandate, mm -hmm. that they would still require our employees when on site to wear masks, mm -hmm. and they give a pen thunder. Uh, they give a you know. 
they won't give a concrete answer. Like they, they're encouraging everyone to get vaccinated, which it's fine. Like do what you want to do. Um, but they, they try to entice with these numbers and it's just like, well, you know, maybe if it was like, you know, something like 70% or I don't know, but I can't commit to that. Like maybe it was 80%. It's like, it's this fucking weird fucking thing. Um, you know, something my wife said I found interesting was, uh, she was in the nail salon and, um, and her and my daughter got their nails done and, uh, the nail salon, she walked in and she asked, um, she got it on Thursday. So it was like a day after, you know, the, the masks were lifted. And, um, of course my daughter is supposed to wear one because she's not vaccinated. She's six years, seven, seven years old. Um, which, you know, she can't get one yet. My, my, my oldest wants to sign up. He's like, yeah, I want to be one of the early, uh, one of the early guinea pigs. Cause he's just, he just wants to go places without it. Like he, <laughs> he just wants to get the fucking vaccine so he can stop wearing that damn thing. He fucking hates it. But, uh, um, so they go in and, you know, my wife asks and they're like, yeah, you can, you can take it off. My daughter kept hers on and my wife was looking around and she noticed that every single person in the nail salon was wearing one still. And what she goes, you know what? They always wear masks in nail salons. They always have before the pandemic, they were wearing masks. And she's like, and I never thought to question it until I had to wear one. And now I'm like, oh shit, are they going to judge me for wearing a mask? But they would have been wearing one even if the pandemic didn't happen, True. which I found very interesting because I think that we do forget sometimes that there are professions that wear them regardless, like, you know, um, factory workers, food servers, uh, nurses, and doctors, and stuff like that. So, yeah, I'll be masquerading later tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I've been masturbating all day, actually. Oh, nice. I'm, just I'm, what, I, what I'm really kind of looking forward to, say looking forward to, I don't know necessarily, maybe this is my sense of wanting disaster to unfold. What happens when it starts becoming, you becoming the weirdo for wearing the mask? You're, you're saying judging, yeah. but like yeah. when people yeah. get belligerent to you just as much for wearing, you know, like how the people were flipping out when they had to wear it. Mm-hmm. When they, people start getting in your shit because you're still wearing one. <laughs> I remember my mom was tested for the flu. She was hospitalized for something and she was being tested for the flu. And they made me wear a mask until her flu results came back. I was so hmm. pissed at them. Like, that doesn't make any fucking sense. I've been sitting in here with her for hours. I, like, protocol is once they issue the flu and now i'm like in hindsight i'm like man that was a short amount of time to be pissed off about <laughs> like yeah it was way better than a full year There's and for those tr- who for those who are still wearing a mask or have not gotten vaccinated are and are being responsible and still wearing a mask or for those listeners who are so young that you can't get vaccinated so you have to still wear a mask sorry to gloat does feel fucking great just to cough on strangers again. it's what a coughing people have, have, have you have you started have you started licking doorknobs again well yeah that's what i'm saying like we went out and like people are like tasting each other's drinks and i'm like holy, holy shit, shit that was this quick is, it's been like, like level. three days <laughs> it's been three days and we're swapping spit again i'm like because there's some there's some sanitary things we just keep after you know these life-changing events 
Yeah. And, uh, and I think a lot of them, we will, like, I don't think anyone is going to second guess the hand sanitizers being around every turn, every building and every bathroom. Like, I think people are okay with that, but, um, yeah, you know, sometimes, sometimes you want to taste that fucking sweet cocktail without buying one yet. You want to make sure that you like it first before I commit my dollars to it. I, I, I gotta <laughs> ask, you, you know, it's coming here. You've seen the movie outbreak or, um, what was it? Not it's outbreak. outbreak with Lawrence Fishburne and no, uh, the one was gonna the one with Gwyneth Paltrow, where her brain turns to soup in like the first fifteen minutes. Yeah, that's isn't that outbreak? No. Or no, that's um, that is with Lawrence Fishburne though. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah yes, yes, because there's oh, sorry, does no, outbreak have Rain Man in it? Yeah, yeah, that's outbreak has Rain Man in it, and that's it's the monkey. Uh, it's it's the bats in uh, this other movie, not Contagion. Um. Actually, it might be Contagion. Is yep, Contagion. Contagion. Okay. But there's a scene where, like, one of the guys who's like reading about this is sitting in a restaurant, and he's just looking at people doing exactly what Trace is is talking about, and it's him just losing his mm-hmm. mind mm-hmm. and having a panic attack there because he realizes how completely and totally fucked we are as a civilization. I remember at Denny's, um, just to gross people out, uh, me and a friend of mine, we would, uh, <laughs> we'd stir our coffee with our spoon and then we would lick the spoon and then we'd hand it to the person next to us and they'd lick the spoon and then they'd stir the coffee with the same spoon and people would freak the fuck out like they just couldn't handle it um oh man imagine doing that in the middle of covid oh not a great still idea. gross <laughs> But then, like, if I kissed him on the lips, people would be like, ah, he's just bisexual. He's cool. I don't care. Sharing a spoon, though, that's disgusting. <laughs> Can't do that. Well, I think we have uh, we've exceeded our, our extra extra innings at this point. Yeah, we're um, right about there, one, about 115. So. Uh, I would like to uh, extend a... A very uh, a thanks for the uh, for the kind comments on our um, on our podcast to one Frank Varela. Hopefully, I'm not butchering that name. No, you um, did it right. Uh, you did it right. Frank Varela uh, came out of the friendship snake closet and and, and uh, <laughs> said that he actually is a fan and enjoys it. So I appreciate you for for joining the uh, the ten strong listeners we have. But it, but it makes me have hope that people listen to this podcast and yet like are afraid to admit they listen to the podcast because they're just they're still listening. Yeah, we love the sh- we love when people tell us that they listen. Um, and you know what's funny is Frank's like he's like it reminds us of our you know we, we her, him and I used to work on uh, graveyard shift together. Um, uh, you know we're fixing uh, fixing computers and slot machines and. Uh, he said, you know, it reminds me of our late night conversations. And what's funny is um, Gunner actually did that same job too. So maybe uh, maybe there's something to that. Maybe it's, maybe, maybe we're I've just, just a, replayed, maybe I've just replaced Frank in those situations. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe some big shoes to fill though. Um, yeah. Just because Frank's, he's got big feet. Fair enough. <laughs> But with that, uh, Frank, thank you very much for uh, 
for letting us know that you listen and that you enjoy it. Um, and, you know, hey, if you listen to this episode and you have enough time next week uh, or throughout the week of the weekend, give us some topics for the uh, for the extra innings. Feel free to if you'd like. Um, but always, we always, always, always appreciate hearing from people. Um, you know, but uh, with that, uh, thank you everybody for continuing to listen. Um, make sure you give us a like and uh, share with your friends and enemies. All, all, all in one, and uh, you know we'll be back next week with some new topics and maybe some new uh, overtime to- topics. Mike Walker, P.S. What is going on, Gunner? Take us on out of here. I just think Red 